Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. All right, 49ers fans, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I am your host, John Chapman. Uh, very glad for you to be with us today, and we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, want to try something new as well. Uh, want to get into a little bit more advanced metrics when we're talking about defense. But uh, again, thank you so much for joining us today. This is going to be the defensive breakdown of the 49ers defense. We're going to get in. We have a couple roster moves, some injury updates, uh, some not-so-good news, and some even more not-so-good news. Uh, there's a lot of injuries, guys. Uh, the 49ers are... Here's the deal. Every single team in the NFL has to fight through injuries. It's not a new thing, especially once you're at week 15, you know, you're on the back stretch. And perhaps this just shows how important it is uh, to get that first or second seed in the NFL so that you can have some time uh, for your defense to get some players back. And, you know, best case scenario, if the Saints, or sorry, if the Seahawks can lose one more game, we might not even need to dress a lot of starters for that week 17. You get two full weeks to rest. That would be ideal. Now, that's a dream scenario, and you got to keep taking care of business. But, you know, if we just look at the IR players, which, you know, the news came out just today that uh, it's, possi it's possible that DJ Jones, um, who has been having his – career year could be put on IR with another ankle injury. It's not the same ankle either. It's the opposing ankle that he missed time with before. So that is key. you know. And then you add on to that Richard Sherman. He's out for a week or two, uh, possibly three. Then D Ford's out for three weeks. Uh, there's just a lot. Like, K. 
Kwan Williams, he's got a concussion. He's out for a while. There's just a lot of injuries going on. If we just look at the IR players, and this is going to hurt, so brace yourself, <laughs> Niners fans. We're starting with the rough ones. Um, these are just the players that are on injured reserve. Now, some of these players are eligible to return. Jason Verrett, Trent Taylor, Contavious Street, Sean Point Dexter, Demontre Moore, Jarek McKinnon, Andrew Lauderdale, Jalen Hurd, Tim Harris, Sean Coleman, Ronald Blair, uh, Quan Alexander. Those are just the players that are on IR. Now, if we look at the different player, and Marquise Goodwin joined them today, so uh, he was moved down. And so you've, it's definitely a lot of injuries on there. Now, if we also look at uh, two additional roster moves were made, we brought back Jordan Matthews for what seems like the seventh time. Welcome back. Uh, it's, it's the whole, uh, I don't know if, <laughs> back to the future flans. What's it going to be, McFly? Are you in or are you out? It just keeps <laughs> going back and forth. But uh, glad to have him. He knows the system. He can step in uh, if needed. And it does seem like the 49ers offense is relying mostly on just the three wide receivers. Not a lot of other people are getting snaps. You know, you got Kendrick Bourne, Debo, and of course, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, but you bring Jordan Matthews back in, and with all the injuries to the secondary, sure enough, don't you know, they go back and get my arch nemesis, Dante Johnson, because why not? Uh, <laughs> so he, he could be the very first backup at outside corner. You're going to have Akella Witherspoon and Emmanuel Mosley starting on the outside for the next uh, week, and DJ Reed could be starting at nickel. So you're talking about a defense that is without six starters. Uh, there's only 11 positions. Uh, so half of your starting defense isn't going to be out there. So that's going to be problematic. And, you know, I don't want to jump too much into the Atlanta Falcons, but they've won three out of their last five. Not to say that they are surging. I don't think that they are a great or complete football team, but uh, they're not a bad football team either. And so uh, given we are playing at home, which is wonderful, but, um, you know, we'll have to see what happens now. The problem right now is the nose tackle position. Uh, and Kyle Shanahan even said today, you know, Sheldon Day can play that spot. Solomon Thomas can play that spot. Eric Armstead can play that spot, and so could DeForest Buckner. But if Contavious Street, who he mentioned by name, can prove that he can get meaningful snaps at that spot as well, then he could be activated. So that's something that could happen. Uh, but he said, Coach uh, Kyle Shanahan said he's got to prove it. He's got to prove he can do it. Uh, so we'll just have to see what happens there. Jalen Hurd, still no new news on any of those guys. The question was asked to Kyle Shanahan, any new news on IR guys? And he said, no, none. So that's kind of where we're at. You kind of have to take him at his word. It's what it is. But, yeah, there's a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff going on, and every team's injured. Perhaps we have the most, probably do have the most, but we need to get some guys back. Uh, the best-case scenario would be if Julian Taylor comes back. I think he's uh, one of the better nose guys that we have. Have, but uh, he's been out. So hopefully uh, answers your question just a little bit there. Niner by nature. Um, that's such an awesome handle, by the way. I really do appreciate that. So, all right, from Jimmy Gallardo, what are we betting on? Also, what's your way of getting money back out of my bookie? I I, I go seasons, uh, so I keep my money in there, and you know I look at the winnings after the fact, and usually after the draft. I bet a lot on the draft. That's my favorite time of the year. And also, you know, just quick side note: I'm working currently with a Hot Mike app to make sure we can broadcast the draft. So uh, could have a 49ers kind of specific draft coverage coming up on the hot mic app so if you haven't downloaded that bad boy go get it um hot mic use the 
promo code RUSHESF. And if you do have an Android you haven't signed up yet, please do so. We are broadcasting the game tomorrow night. We're doing the Thursday night game um, so that you don't have to listen to whoever's doing that. And then we're also doing the 49ers game, of course. Uh, so if you do have an Android app, we do have that available. Just head over to my Twitter. Uh, it's a soft launch, so it's not available in the App Store. But if you follow the link, you can still download it on your Android with the promo code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F. Uh, that's available for you guys there. So, yeah, we're going to have some bets on Friday's show. Still waiting on that one. I, I like to wait to see the final injury reports coming out and stuff before I put my money down. Unless I see something crazy, and I haven't seen anything too crazy um, yet, Jimmy. So th- that's part of the way it goes. You know, as the season goes on, we start to figure out who's who, and there's some bets that stand out early on, but uh, later in the process, not too much available on there just yet. So uh, I will get back with you on that one, Jimmy. We will be talking about the spread and all those things uh, a little bit later. And of course, you know, I might as well get this out of the way. Really do appreciate that, Jimmy. Uh, if you're going to bet with anything, stay with my bookie. They're the best betting site there is for any type of sporting event that you want. Just head over to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and they're going to double your initial deposit. You put in 50 bucks, they're going to give you $50 to bet with. You put in 100, they give you 100, doubled all the way up to 1,000. And Man, they're going to have some special playoff betting stuff as well. They have more prop betting for each individual game and players than any other site that's out there. And again, as I said, you can bet on anything. And they're a trusted site. Uh, that's the thing. Whenever you're betting with somebody, you want to make sure it's stable and it's legit and there's not going to be any issues. And my bookie's exactly that. I've been betting with them for years, even before they sponsored the show. And that's the thing. Whenever I get a sponsor, it's something I want to believe in, something that I'm cool with. And so I reached out to them and said, hey, love your product. This is what we got here let me know if you're interested and man we've been working with them for two years now so um, really do appreciate everything they do and that's one of the ways that you can kind of help um, set up uh, so your support for the 49ers Rush podcast is by going over there and set an account if you want to bet and again you can put in bets as low as a dollar so if you just want to put five bucks in there that's one of those ways that you can just kind of uh, bet with us so uh, appreciate that so Oh, here we go. Uh, we got another one for the Manscaped package. <laughs> he signed up for that one. Thank you. We'll talk about them a little bit later. All right, here we go. Um, didn't get a chance to yesterday. Jimmy G is flat out amazing. Man crush Wednesday. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo just got named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. And the 49ers, you know, along with the 11-2 and record, you get a lot of player recognition. Um, you know, we've had, uh, I believe, two times Nick Bosa has been Player of the Week. He also won Player of the Month. You had Fred Warner got Player of the Week once and also Player of the Month. You have Jimmy Garoppolo, who received NFC Player of the Week. I think Tevin Coleman did with his four-touchdown game as well. There's been a lot of accolades that have kind of come across, and just great things have happened because the output that's taken place and the fact that you can have jumping back and forth with you know defensive players nominated, offensive players nominated, I think it's a testament to what this team is. It's a complete football team. There are several teams in the NFL that are just so one-sided and they might have something great. Like if you look at what the New England Patriots have done so far this offseason or this season, it's all because of the defense. Their offense is not good. But their defense is so great, they're able to win so many games. Um, And whenever you look at what the 49ers do, there's nobody that's even close to them that has the offensive prowess and the defensive, again, 
points forced. This is huge. They've scored the second most points in the NFL. They've allowed the third least points in the NFL. Uh, and you say, oh, well, that's just points. Well, what about yards? Awesome. They have the fourth most yards and the second fewest yards allowed. They're doing it on both sides. It's complementary football. And that is completely related in the point differential. And so the point differential is gigantic. Um, it, it, what they've been able to accomplish is awesome. The 11 and two record is legit. And, you know, if you wanted to put anything on it, uh, really, you should have had more wins. <laughs> That's about the only thing, you know, we did win a couple close ones. The Pittsburgh game where Dante Pettis scored the game winning touchdown, man, doesn't that seem like an eternity ago? Uh, the fact that we could say Dante Pettis scoring a touchdown and the game winner, um, hopefully he can get fully healthy and contribute at a much smaller scale, but that was huge. You know, that was a close game and you had the Arizona Cardinals game where we won that one 28 to 25. And then this recent game, the saints outside of that, uh, every win has been pretty much a blowout. And then you had the two losses that were at the very end of the game, you know, one in overtime. And then of course the Baltimore Ravens game. So you know, we've played a couple close games, and we are 3-2 and two in close games. Uh, one, three, lost two. But every other game's kind of been a blowout. <laughs> and so hopefully that will continue. Um, it, it, it's what it is. Oh, sorry. I, I, I apologize. I think I misread your question about getting money out of my bookie. Yes, it usually does take five to seven days. You can request it through uh, Bitcoin if you want to. I haven't done that. That's much faster. If you want to do that, you just have to set up an address. Uh, my buddy does that every time that he bets, but I haven't did it. So yeah, usually seven, uh, five to seven business days to clear through. And that payout comes through. So sorry about that. I apologize. Thank you, JP, uh, for helping me out with that one. Uh, from Jim Brony, um, what is your biggest concern for the 49ers going into the next three games in the playoffs after hearing about all these injuries? It's that two things, okay? The defensive interior in the run game, who is going to fill in at that nose guard spot, and then also the backup safety. I, the corner depth is wonderful, um, it's really, really good. Even if Kwan Williams and Richard Sherman are out, DJ Reed is a decent young star that has a super high ceiling and he is very physical. So really, really, and he's got great ball skills too. So uh, really, really, I think DJ Reed would start for probably 10 teams in the NFL. So uh, not too worried about the slot corner role, not too concerned at all about Emmanuel Mosley. I think he's great. And so the fact that we have the depth at those issues, not concerned there. The safety position is gigantic. Uh, Marcel Harris and, man, shoot, I apologize, guys. Let's get to some freaking highlights. Why did you guys tell me this? That's on me. Uh, let's jump to this defensive film. Uh, just finished my breakdown over on my Patreon account if you want to join and hear uh, all the talking and breakdown. But, man, I apologize about that. I uh, got too excited. <laughs> Um, and so as you guys start watching this film, what you're going to see is Marcel Harris just get, he played really, really bad in the passing game. But what Marcel Harris does very, very well is in the run game. Very, very physical. Um, just about every other pass, the very first read was Marcel Harris at all times. And on this play here, you're going to see Marcel Harris come up and just make an awesome play in the run game. And he's basically a linebacker, and the 49ers used him as such. The problem I had with Marcel Harris is there were a few times he was the deep safety. And anytime he's back there as the deep safety and they walked up Jimmy Ward, um, you, it, you could tell that... Robert Sala and his whole idea on the defensive scheme here was he did not want to leave um, 
Marcel Harris manned up or responsible for Jared Cook and the tight end whatsoever. Uh, unfortunately, uh, through motions and different things like that, they were able to get out of that. And so when Marcel Harris is back there as a free safety, that's not going to go well. He struggles big time um, in the in the passing game. Yeah, Kevin Givens, um, he, he's another guy that could step in there. I, I, do, I agree with you there. But uh, just to finish off that previous question, I do think that the two biggest concerns are the nose tackle, defensive interior versus the rush, and then also that safety position, uh, which the safety position's been pretty good with Tart. He's had a couple really bad games, but a lot of good games as well. Um, Marcel Harris just got in pass protection. It's all pass protection. That's huge. Um, so yeah, the defense is missing Tart by a lot, uh, by a whole lot. Uh, what are your thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr.? Yeah, I, we'll deal with that in the off season. I don't think that the salary cap you're going to have to spend big time to get them. You know, if you look at what the Giants got to trade them, they got a first and a third and a stud safety. Are you willing to give up? Let's say, okay, maybe his price has gone down. Uh, he's just a first. Uh, are you willing to give up that first? He's got five years left on his contract as the top-paid wide receiver, um, second-paid wide receiver behind Michael Thomas now. I don't know. Uh, would Odell be great on this offense? Yeah, yeah, of course he would. Odell would be great on any offense. But um, uh, the fact that he has been traded away from two teams is telling, uh, you know, if that's going to be the case. So, uh, But let's deal with that in the offseason. I like the guys we got now. We can't get them now, but we will have plenty of time to talk rumors and all those things. Uh, love that stuff. So appreciate the question there. Next question right here. How do you feel about trading for Jamal Adams in the offseason? Hell to the yeah. Uh, Adam Gase is the biggest idiot in football. I think he's the worst coach in all of football. The fact that you allow him to be a general manager and be a terrible play caller at the same time, the worst hire in football. Um, Jamal Adams, I think, is a generational talent at a huge position of weakness. Um, so, yeah, I would trade I would trade for Jamal Adams in a second. They've already came out and kind of said, yeah, we're open to trade them. Don't get that. Um, I would love to get that player. Jamal Adams would be amazing on any defense. I do think that he is a top three safety in the NFL and only going to get better. Um yeah, he's he's special. So, um, yeah, very, very outspoken in my love for Jamal Adams. Now, um, let's see if Jimmy Garoppolo came out balling uh, this next year. Can he win the MVP? Hell yes, he can. So MVP is key on two different things. One, you have to establish yourself, and then you have to follow up. And so if you're looking at Lamar Jackson, who is probably going to be the MVP this year, last year he established himself. They went on that amazing run, then into the playoffs, and then he's come out this year and continued that. So Jimmy Garoppolo, not, just from a statistical standpoint, because one, you have to be a quarterback to win it almost at all costs, uh, sometimes a running back or wide receiver, but it's almost impossible today. I really wish they would change the, posi- change the title. Uh, but yes, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to, because one, he plays in one of the bigger markets you know 49ers are about the fifth largest market in the NFL as far as uh, TV viewer ratings and all that kind of stuff um, and fan base numbers in general so that's huge two he's got the look man <laughs> he everybody likes Jimmy G he's a gorgeous man I could say it um, I'd date him um, but it, anyway so he's got that and the numbers are finally showing out now it took these p- past four games for his numbers to turn 16 touchdowns, four interceptions um, over the last five weeks. That's key. And he's got to cut down those turnovers, which we've seen happen. Uh, You know, the fumbles, I think, are probably the most costly thing to him. But he's getting a lot of those MVP-like 
um, how do I say this, um, MVP-like situations. You know, he's got three game-winning drives, three fourth-quarter comes back comebacks this year. Uh, he's doing a lot of special things. So, yeah, he could definitely do that. Uh, who's going to be the player of the game on Sunday against the Falcons? Uh, I think it's going to be one of the wide receivers. I really, really do. I think Debo could just totally have one of those games. Uh, not a big fan of the personnel for the Falcons on defense. I haven't completed all my film analysis. That would be up probably Friday. Um, so tomorrow I'm broadcasting the Jets and uh, Ravens game Thursday night on Hot Mike app. And then Friday we'll have our full scouting report episode. And then Sunday, of course, we have the broadcast of the game uh, live and then also the uh, reaction show. So let's jump into some real quick pro football focus grades from the um, the Saints game. And the Saints game was rough. Now, here's the thing. As you guys are watching through some of the film on there, the film is never as good as you think it is or as bad as you think it is. It just never is. And here's the thing. I came away after you know this hour-plus long breakdown I just finished up earlier today. And, man, there are some things that are very, very positive. You know, they come out, the Saints do. They score on their first four straight possessions, which is rough. That hurts for sure. Um... But they corrected a lot of things, and a big reason why the pass rush didn't show up, and as you watch these plays, Drew Brees got rid of that ball quick. Uh, I think I counted two passes that got to three seconds. That's it. And he just gets back there, and he threw the ball. Their entire game plan on offense was to totally uh, take the pass rush out of it and just quick passes. That's just all it was. And, you know, you got a couple hits on the quarterback, and you brought pressure, but whenever you're getting rid of the ball that quick, uh, there's not much you can do. It really isn't. So so that's problematic. But there were a lot of great plays. Obviously, Nick Bosa, who's not getting the sack numbers, he's just disruptive. And it was so funny because, you know, about three to four weeks ago, they started rotating Nick Bosa to the left and right side to try to get some better matchups. And here's what happened. <laughs> the Saints went away from him wherever the hell he lined up. They would roll out coverage against him if he was on whatever side. They'd run against him. And so you get a lot of plays. I counted four total where he is chasing a guy and dives and swipes at the feet. Now, he finally got one <laughs> against Taysom Hill uh, on a third down. It was third and one. He got a six-yard loss and forced a punt. But Nick Bosa is special. And whether you're a film guy or you're an analytics guy or whatever – I don't care what you are, that continues to show out. And the numbers bear that out too. Now, <laughs> so the top five players, the first one's kind of funny because he only played two snaps. That's Tarvarius Moore. Uh, he had an 89.2 grade. And, you know, I do wish they would try. If they're going to leave Marcel Hare, so the play that's showing up right now is the first touchdown pass to uh, Jared Cook. He's the free safety. And if you're going to rotate your safeties to a true two-safety look like we did against the Saints, put Tarvarius Moore out there. Um, if you're not going to have it to the way, uh, you know, Marcel Harris is great against the run, should never be a free safety. And you're going to see that in this play right here where he gave up his first of two touchdowns. But Tarvarius Moore had two plays, and he did well <laughs> out there in two plays. Nick Bosa had an 83.6 and his highest snap total in his career. He got 69 nice uh, total snaps out of 73 total plays. So he only got four plays off, and he was effective on all of those. Um, Richard Sherman was the third highest play graded player, 76.2. Sheldon Day, got to give it up to Sheldon Day. Uh, every <laughs> I know that I am, um, let's see here, how do I say this? 
I form my opinion early, and I do allow it to be changed. I'm not a Sheldon Day fan. This was by far his best game, but he only played 14 plays. Um, but if he can play 14 plays and generate what he did, he even got some pass rush. Uh, he got he got one hurry, which is I've never seen him do before. Usually he never gets past the line of scrimmage at all. So uh, do want to give him props. Uh, you know, I don't have anything against Sheldon Day personally. I just don't think he's a great football player at the nose. I think he should play the three technique and run formations only. But the problem is DeForest Buckner's the best three technique in football, or at least one of them. So he just doesn't get that opportunity. DJ Jones finishes number five, 74.5. Eric Armstead right behind him, 73.4. Uh, those are the most positive graded players. Now the opposite side. Here we go. Let's talk about the bad. Manuel Mosley had a 46.0 score, and a lot of that is because when Richard Sherman got injured and took himself out of the play, uh, that play went against Emmanuel Mosley because Emmanuel Mosley was sitting at the slot roll. Uh, we adjusted what was happening because when Kwan Williams got his concussion, we put in Emmanuel Mosley at the slot spot, but then Richard Sherman gets hurt, so they put in DJ Reed. Now, the problem is when they put DJ Reed in, he went in at the slot roll, which is his only position, which should have kicked Emmanuel Mosley outside, but the clock was running and there was only like a minute 20 left. It didn't happen enough, and we left uh, Ted Ginn wide open on the outside. That's all on the coaching, by the way. Um, the coaching and the players needed to have that one out, and you should have spent a timeout in that one. You gave a free 30-yard play when the game was on the line. That was huge. So, uh, but Emmanuel Mosley's got to be just fine, though. Really not worried about him on that. Fred Warner, uh, just coming off, you know, NFC Defensive Player of the Month. He had a rough game, guys. Uh, several missed tackles. Um, gave up two touchdowns in the receiving game. Uh, he had a 48.6. Now, the thing is, <laughs> he had a great run game grade. He was just awful in coverage and tackling. Lots of missed tackles reared their ugly head, but I expect him to bas bounce back fully. Really, really do. Dre Greenlaw, 51.8. Uh, made a lot of very positive plays, but a lot of negative plays as well. Marcel Harris, um, yeah, Marcel Harris, good Lord, 52.5. Um, and then D. Ford, who only played four plays before re-aggravating his injury. And yeah, it's, it's kind of what it is. So th those are the grades there. Now, what I want to do quickly is I want to go through some advanced defensive metrics um, on just how special this 49ers team is. Because, you know, we go over things like, uh, you know, points allowed and total yards and all that stuff. But there are a few different categories that just don't even make sense. First off, first downs, okay? The 49ers have allowed 102 first downs, which is best in the NFL by 12. Patriots are behind them with 114. But after that, the drop's huge. You have the Chargers with 129, Broncos 138. I mean, the fact that you are, if a team gets 20 first downs in a game, that's a great offensive performance. That's most of the over-under bets on my bookie for first downs per team. Starts at 20. If they're a really good offense, it'll jump up to 23. If they're a terrible offense, it goes all the way down to 15. So what they're trying to say is the 49ers are a full game better than 30 teams in the NFL. Um, it, it's truly historic what they have been able to do. Uh, another crazy statistic, and this is a Kyle Shanahan statistic that he follows greatly, and this is pass yards per, or sorry, yards per passing attempt. I'm dyslexic. I mix it up sometimes. Um, 4.5. 4.5 
yards per passing attempt, not catch. That's what we are giving up. Um, there's only one other team that is south of the five-yard metric, and, of course, that's the New England Patriots. And, you know, it's funny because we talk about how the Patriots' secondary is what sets them apart. The 49ers' defensive line is what sets them apart. But uh, they correlate. Uh, they definitely work together. And, you know, you look at total yards allowed in the air. The 49ers have under 2,000. <laughs> 1,960 yards allowed passing by the San Francisco defense. That's special. Uh, Patriots, 22-33. And then every team just drops off the map on that one. So uh, we are several hundred yards ahead of these other teams now if we get into some even more crazy passing metrics why not for my stat nerds out there air yards this is how far the ball travels um, in the air before it gets to um, the the wide receiver and it doesn't matter if it's caught or not this is just how often and how deep the ball is thrown the 49ers have only um, 903 air yards Total air yards on completions. The next team, New England Patriots, 1290. So 290 more yards. Then after that, it gets crazy. 1449 is next, 1452. We're under 1,000 and the only team by almost 300 yards. Nobody can throw the ball deep. That's what that means. And it starts up front, but we've had some great coverage on the back end. Richard Sherman has not allowed one touchdown all season. Uh, Michaela Witherspoon to give up two touchdowns uh, this game. But there's some elite-level play on the back end met with amazing front four and, of course, Fred Warner. Um, what he has been able to do outside of this game, <laughs> uh, he had a pretty rough game in coverage, but the team is playing together. Uh, it's really, really special what they are doing. And if we look at sacks, I think this bears it out. The 49ers are currently three sacks behind the league leader, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They have 48, Panthers 47, and the 49ers 45. Um, which, uh, man, I'm hoping on that one. I put in a dark horse bet on the 49ers leading the NFL in sacks before the season, and they were like, I think, 15th. <laughs> um, it's one of those crazy bets that's like plus 4,500-something. So we'll see what happens if they can get there but again just more things that show you you know we, we you look at the minutia of this and just great things are happening on the defensive side and so whenever you look at this game the Saints where they put up 46 points you have to go back and look at the track record okay is this an anomaly uh, why were they able to do what they did and why so much success against a historically great defense you know, the 49ers haven't given up more than 27 points all year and then you go give up 46 on the road now why was that uh, a couple things uh, again <laughs> missing lots of starters on the defensive side uh, but it comes down to poor safety play uh, Jimmy Ward gave up a touchdown uh, you have two touchdowns given up by Marcel Harris. Uh, Fred Warner gave up two touchdowns as well. So uh, depending on how you look at this and what's going on there, it's it's, it's what it comes down to. And so uh, you got to be able to cover some of those injuries and make some things happen, but it makes sense. And whenever you look at it and you can say, oh, yeah, it's because of this. And, oh, yeah, you watch the film and you say, oh, man, that's some poor tackling. Uh, some bad coaching moves, all those different things. Uh, that's kind of that's key there. Uh, real quick, couple more questions. Let's jump into there. If Rhett should be activated, I'm more worried about nose tackle and if uh, Street could get activated. Yeah, 
Curious to see what's going to happen with Verrett. They brought back Dante Johnson instead, and this is the very first week that Verrett could be activated. Uh, they have not uh, brought back his practice window. So you get a three-week practice window that's activated at any time the coaches want to do that. But technically, Verrett could be brought back now. Uh, but there is no new no new news on anything there. Uh, do you think putting Contavious Street in for DJ Jones uh, would be a decent replacement? Who knows? You watch most of his college film back at NC State. He played on the outside. Um, so it's going to be very similar now. He's a lot bigger than Solomon Thomas, but it's kind of like moving Solomon Thomas inside. He's a tweener. He's one of those hybrid defensive linemen that can play uh, preferably the 3-5 or wide 9-7 te- technique is where you would want him. He's not supposed to be a nose, nose tackle, but he's strong as hell. Um, he's probably the strongest defensive lineman we have um, as far as you know squat. He's one of those power insane people. I think he squatted like 700 plus pounds. Uh, so from a weight standpoint, he's not there, but from an athleticism standpoint, yeah, he could definitely do it. And I think the only reason why the 49ers haven't activated him yet is they want to see if he can do it. And if he can't, because you got to free up a roster spot somewhere. So that's, that's key there. Um, back to the Jamal Adams things. What would it take to get him a first plus uh, to get somebody like like he's a franchise player, uh, you're talking that first round pick. Now, would you rather take a safety in the first, a rook, uh, you know, a, a rookie safety or Jamal Adams with that first pick? Yeah, I'd prefer to take Jamal Adams, and it's not close. It'd probably take a first this year and like a third in uh, 2021, something like that. Um, that that's that's just what I'm guessing. Um, off the top of my head. The Jets are dumb, though, so take advantage of dumb organizations. Question, do you think since Coleman is not running as well as the other two backs um, that we will give McKinnon a chance to see if he will be worth it next year? So Jarek McKinnon went on IR before the initial 53, Mike, and so because of that, he cannot be activated at all. Uh, He is not eligible to practice. Now, we do have the rights to McKinnon, and a big reason why he's still under contract with the 49ers is um, you want to wait and see what happens next year. My assumption is he'll eventually be cut, but uh, yeah, there's no reason to cut him now. Uh, So we'll see what happens. He does fit this scheme, and you remember, Shanahan went and paid out the wazoo to get him. And unfortunately, that ACL just didn't work out. Um, you know, if that's on him or not, it's it's part of football. We'll see. It does suck to think that, you know, he's never going to take a snap for the 49ers despite getting all that money. It's not my money. It's not your money. Uh, glad he's getting paid, but it's a bummer. Um, yeah, it's what it is. All right, here we go. Uh, with a lot of our starters out on defense for the next three games, how well uh, do you think we do? It's going to be rough. And, you know, if you look at what the Atlanta Falcons have done, and we're going to do a lot more Falcons talk next week, but they're not a bad offense. Uh, they're kind of an average offense that is great at passing, uh, which is our total weakness. And if you look at just their points that they have put up, they're kind of back and forth. Um, and this is starting with their most recent game and working backwards. They put up 40 against the Panthers, 18 against the Saints, 22 against the Bucks, 29 against the Panthers, 26 against the Saints. Uh, they've got a couple 30-point totals, things like that. But uh, they're an offense, obviously, with Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley's out for the year. They just lost him. Austin Hooper, who was the leading receiving tight end in the entire NFL, he got injured. He could be back this week. Uh, no new word on that one. But uh, they can do some 
things. And they're playing for their coach right now because Dan Quinn's probably going to get fired unless they can kind of stay with this streak. As I said, they've won three out of five, which is huge there as well. Um, would you be open to sign Kareem Hunt for the right deal? I would not. Uh, not at all. Um, especially with that video that came out, which even if you're just like, who cares about the video? Our coaching staff has made a huge effort um, to have zero tolerance tolerance with this stuff with uh, Ruben Foster and kind of how that all played out. I don't think that that is the case. And again, Kyle Shanahan kind of has shown um, he wants discounted running backs. Cream Hunt is going to be a free agent, so he will go to a team, and I think he's a great talent. But no, I would much rather stay with Mostert and Brita and Kevin Tevin Coleman signed uh, for a couple more years as well. So I would rather keep that personally now things you don't want to keep is south of the border and whenever you got too much stuff going on down there and the way you clear this up and again staying with uh, appreciate the shout out here and that's manscape.com here's the deal all of your male grooming needs are going to be met by this awesome company, and they have probably the best customer service in sight. It's so fast and so efficient and discreet. Um, that's the thing. So head over to manscaped.com. Use promo code 49ers. That's 49ERS. You're going to get 20% off your entire purchase, and it's going to come with free shipping. It delivered straight to your door, so you don't have to go out shopping and figure out what you want, and they have packages put together for you. Um, get the Perfect Package 2.0, and they're going to throw in a couple extra goodies there for you. Uh, one, a travel level leather travel tote bag that I use to carry around your toiletries. Man, they even threw in an awesome t-shirt and some extra boxers as well, um, and that's the type of company this is. Manscaped.com, they are the number one men's grooming site in the world and they just put together great stuff great products and their lawnmower 2.0 which is kind of their cornerstone product one it won't cut you down below <laughs> that's huge two it's completely waterproof so cleanup super super easy and it comes with a crazy battery uh, that you can charge you don't have to swap out double a's and triple a's and all that kind of stuff you just plug it in and here's the deal you don't want to use the same razor on your face that you use down there you got to get separate stuff and tools that were made for that uh the stuff that you use on your face was not made for your nether regions your family jewels so go to the place that knows how to take care of you and that is manscaped.com and remember use promo code 49ers 49 ers and they will take care of you um all right, just a couple other questions before we jump off here. And just want to say thanks, guys. Um, as always, please uh, hit that like button or wherever you're listening, Twitch, uh, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube. We got you everywhere. Really do appreciate it. Please hit that like and follow button so that you will be with us the next time we go live. Um, let's see here. Here's the next question. Is the game's X factor going to be the horrible offensive line of the Falcons or does our, how does our front do against them? I really do think, you know, and again, I, I, I've done a little bit of film on the Falcons, only one game. I try to watch pieces of at least three. Their defense is god-awful. <laughs> um, it's really, really bad. And they're bad through the air, and they're bad versus the run. So I think that this is going to be one of those games. And, you know, somebody asked me if this is going to be a trap game on, on Twitter, and I was like, hell no, it's not. Kyle Shanahan was with the Falcons for two years and there's something about the back of your mind and quote-unquote revenge games now uh, Kyle Shanahan even said you know he's got a great relationship with Dan Quinn he left on great terms there so it's not so much like oh I want to go destroy these bad guys of the past it's not that but you do always want to let everybody know you guys lost something great 
Um, and so I, I think that's key. So everybody's going to be hyped for this game. Tevin Coleman won. Uh, he's got a revenge game as well. Uh, ben Garland, he played for them as well. Levine Toilolo, who probably won't get a lot of snaps. There's a lot of guys and coaching staff that have ties to the Falcons. And we're returning home after back-to-back road games. So it's not going to be a trap game, but... I do believe that this Kyle Shanahan offense, even with our backup center, they're going to be able to do what they want. And I I think that this game is just built for our wide receivers, whether that's going to be Debo, Kendrick Bourne, or Emmanuel Sanders. I think it's going to be a Debo week, personally. I'm pretty excited for what's going on there. Um, So uh, that's what we got. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really excited about it. And one more thing I do want to throw out there. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Lawnmower, what about a weed eater? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. Um, anyway, thank you, Barack O'Niner. He says, great Manscaped product, works great. Uh, I had a Jurassic Park down there too. Glad that you got cleaned up there, brother. <laughs> now, here's the thing that I do have a request I'm going to put out there. I am looking for an intern. If you are a person that is good with video editing, uh, hopefully this will turn into a paid position with what's going on with this podcast. That would be ideal, but it's going to start off as an intern position. I'm going to give you a lot of credit, producer credit as well. What I need is somebody that can... simple edit videos. I do all my own videos, but I'm trying to get somebody that can cut up clips. If you don't know how to do it, I can show you and work with you to help me out with that. Uh, So if you're interested, please reach out to me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman or email me at 49ersRushPodcast.com. And uh, all you need is a working computer that can download a video format and I can take you through everything else. Um, I can help pay for the program that you're going to get. I can teach you how to use it. So if you're just one of those people that wants to either one you love 49ers football film or two you just want to help out the podcast i am looking for somebody that can help me with this so again um, reach out to me let me know Uh, hopefully there's a crazy person out there um, that can help me with some of that stuff and again expertise is not needed i just need somebody with some time that can help me out and eventually hopefully that can come into a paid position so uh, i would love to be able to do that for you guys so again just reach out to me on that other than that i think that's going to do it for us and if you want to catch the rest of these breakdown videos i'm going to put a link in the description of this video uh, which is not up yet i will upload it (laughs) um, as soon as the video processes after i go live but um yeah if you want to watch this they're all on the patreon account just type in 49ers rush podcast after you go to patreon.com and join that tier again you get two of these videos a week a full offensive one that was over an hour this week a full defensive one that's over an hour a week and just me explaining uh, the schemes and what was done correctly what was done wrong kind of coaching notes and all those things that's going to be over at patreon.com and there's a cool app that kind of links everything together that makes it easy and that's another way to support the podcast so hey we can maybe pay (laughs) interns so that we could get more product out to you guys video wise where that's what you know i ask a lot what uh you guys want with this podcast and people say more video more video more video so i'm trying to figure out ways to get that to you guys so uh as always really do appreciate you guys for all the support this has been awesome this is episode 202 uh we're getting up there in uh numbers which is nice and we will be back with you guys soon uh and till then stay strong faithful Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer.
If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.